You're listening to the Not For Click Sports Podcast. What's that? <laughs> oh, wow. Are West Ham fans just the most ungrateful fans in the league? I want to see some urgency for the players on the pitch. I want to see them trying to get forward. Whereas at the start of the season, we had very positive stats. Now all the stats are very negative. Your delivery is so disrespectful across the board. What's up, the people? This is the Not For Click Sports Podcast. I am Jordan. That is Gabriel. He is Oli. And that's the returning Marvin. Welcome back, Marvin. Welcome home. How you doing, sir? I'm all right. Simple. Uh, I'm all right. Are you sulking? Are you, are you, are you pissed? No, I'm not, I'm not sulking, but let's have it right. People in this group, and not, not even people, everyone. <laughs> there's, there's some stations. There's some stations I'm seeing, and all three of you are way above it. So let's have the conversation because Man United are crap and all of you guys are flying high like kites. So let's talk. Simple. Let's talk. Let's talk. Welcome, <laughs> welcome, welcome back, Mark. Welcome back, welcome back. Oh, gee, you well? Keep it brief. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still going to get on with it now. Let's see what yeah. Mark's going to say. <laughs> I, feel, I feel after that I need the Ennio Morricone music. I feel like I've just walked into, I've walked, I've walked into good, the bad, the ugly or something, man. <laughs> No, I mean, look, it's as simple as this, yeah? It's as simple as this. For the listeners' purposes, we have WhatsApp chats. We talk all the time. The tone in the last week has has annoyed me royally. So we're here now. We can see each other's faces. Let's have the conversation. You want to talk about Ashton? We'll talk about Ashton. You want to talk about performance? Ashworth. 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 We're talking about performance. Let's do it. Let's have a conversation. Right, let's, I'm let's, in. Let's, it, it, let's, go, it goes back to it goes it goes back to my main new call as well, doesn't it? It's let's be honest. This is the main new call. I've moved on Listen, from that. Can we can we just can I'm we just start over. the podcast? Yes, start it. I'm waiting on you in it. Start it. All right, let's start. Let's start with some quick hits, gentlemen. Um, Ollie, start with you. Um, is Basball working? Basball. Mm. Um, for well. I had my I had my doubts about Basball um, during the Ashes, really, because I thought they threw away the Ashes. They should have won it, uh, but they they took two tests to get the get their heads around what they were doing, and by that time the Ashes had gone. So I've got serious doubts about Basball. I think it's great when it works, but the problem is, is the same problem that England have always had that at some point you're going to have to bat and stay in, and that's what Test cricket's all about. You've got to stay in. You've got to fight it out. You can't always be just slinging your bat all over the place and thinking it's going to come good because you're going to come a cropper. And that's what happens, I think, when you need to, when you when you need your batsman to dig in and win test matches, um, they ain't going to do it doing basketball. And that's what happened. Joe Rue gave away his wicket. Um, and he kind of, uh, that was a turning point of the whole series, of the whole test match, should I say. Okay. Uh, Gabriel, who's got the bigger claim to being labelled the GOAT? Usain Bolt or Roger Federer? Ah, oh, for, for me, it's Usain Bolt by by a, a landslide. Um, I like Federer, but I just think there have been other competitors in the era which, which I'd say would come a little bit closer um, than what you've got with Usain Bolt. Like, I think Usain Bolt is out there, like, head and shoulders above any competition. You could argue, like, with Djokovic. I don't know the stats on how many tournaments or... But I think they're... I think Federer... Federer is the GOAT of tennis. But Usain Bolt is 
is clear in the athletics, clear of anyone. So is it, that's an easy one for me, Usain. All right. Well, finally, Marvin, if the enhanced the games, the competition being created that allows athletes to basically fill their boots with drugs was on pay-to-view TV, would you pay for it? Nah, I just go around to one of your houses and watch it. To be fair, like it's like I'm, I'm kind of, I'm kind of on it. But um, personally, with the amount of sport that's out there that's behind the paywall, it's getting really annoying. We talked about it before in regards to like boxing and some mediocre fights that have been on pay per view. Um, personally, unless it's like a couple of quid, George, to see some doped up athletes break records because they're pumped full of. Some some toxic stuff that probably have side effects is not something I'm gonna rush to. But if G's got it on, I'll, I'll nip round to see the hundred meter sprints. Do you know what I mean? All right. Before we get into some of our topics, guys, I just thought it was worth having a very brief chat about your three clubs because I think there's some interesting talking points for all three of them. Um, let me start with you, Gabriel. Chelsea they got a good draw on the weekend against City. A good win at Villa Park a couple of weeks before that. Jackson is now staying onside. Sterling's even scoring. <laughs> Disaster is doing quite well at centre-back at the moment and on the first page of the Premier League table. So my question to you is, is it now Poch in? No, I think you've really told... I mean, you should work on Poch's PR team because you've told a great story there. But (laughs) half of that is is a load of rubbish. I mean, like, does, does Nicholas Jackson stay on side? I don't think so. I mean, if he does stay outside, he still misses the chances, but he has looked better in recent times. We've we've been just as inconsistent as we um as we always have been throughout the season. Okay. Do you have any faith that you can do a thing on, on the weekend in the cup final? Considering Liverpool got a few key injuries out, you you're not rubbish at the moment, you're kind of competent. On a one off final, do you do you do you think you got a chance of winning that final? Well well we, we, we showed we showed what the template should be to approach in that game against Man City <coughs> on the weekend. But let's be honest, like, if Haaland has his shooting boots on, we lose the game 3 or 4-1. So... I'd argue the same for Jackson. You could argue the same for it. We, we, and we did have our chances too. I just don't think Liverpool will be as wasteful. I, I think it will be tighter than what it was at Anfield. But I do expect Liverpool to kind of just come through in the end with equality. All right. Oh, your team didn't win on the weekend either. Um, Poster no clue, as he's been dubbed by some, is getting a lot of heat <laughs> because of his, um, his tactics. Half have, you the got, season have, in. Have, you, have you got a nickname for everyone, Steve? Uh, just, just, just the ones I don't like. Um, what's, what's your assessment of him if half a season gone so far? Um... Well, a bit like with Basball. That's why I did a double take when you said Basball. I thought you meant Anchball. Uh, you know, but um, but a bit like with the Basball um, uh, answer I gave you a moment ago. His, uh, his way of playing needs refinement, I think. It's all very real talking about front foot football and saying that this is the way you play no matter what. But when, you're, when your best player consistently, your best players are consistently the goalkeeper and the centre-back, there's something not quite right, you know. Um, Van der Ven is, since he's come back, he's consistently been our best player, followed very closely by Vicario. Um, and, you know, our um, whereas at the start of the season we had very positive stats, now all the stats are very negative. Um, 
we're really down there in terms of shots, the amount of shots that we're allowing teams to have and good chances that we're allowing teams to have against us is really, really worrying. And, um, and yeah, I just feel that um, his idea that you're going to outscore every team is a problem if you don't really score that many goals. You certainly don't score more than two goals a game. You're going to need, if, if you're going to win games as he's thinking you're going to win games by outscoring teams, Spurs need to be scoring three and four every game to win and at the moment. And that's not sustainable. So he needs to, well, I say he needs to. I don't know why I'm saying that because he's not going to change. But, um, but yeah, if he's not going to change, then he needs to he needs to get it right in terms of the players that he's going to play. Because there's no point, for instance, he had his, both his fullbacks out uh, at the weekend. So he hasn't got players who can play that inverted system that he wants to play. But then you bring in Emerson and Davis and you're trying to play the same way. It's just it's just not going to work. You know, mm. it, it, there's times like that where you just think, you know what, let's try and run wrong foot the opposition and try and do something different. Let's just get Davis and Emerson just playing like normal fullbacks, just going around the outside. Because everything Spurs do at the moment is very narrow. And so, yeah, you know, I just think that a lot of teams have worked out Spurs and because he's sent out a group memo to the whole league saying, this is the way I'm playing and I'm not going to change. So everyone knows how they're going to play. And I also think that there's a lot of players who are, who are running on empty at the moment. All right, Marvin, you know. Um, Here we go. I think it's fair to say, you've not really been impressed with my assessments <laughs> of Man United's uh, of late. It has been six wins in a row I've got here. You're actually scoring goals now. Um, the heat on Ten Hag seems to have calmed a little bit. Top five looks on. New shiny suit coming in from the mighty Newcastle. And Nana's kind of stopping shots going in through his legs. Um, and I commented in the group I tell that Man United your, at the moment are intros, average. Your intros just, are Can so, I get to my question, please? They're so <laughs> dumb. They're can, I get like, to my, can I get to my question, so, please? They're so backhanded. Oh, and Nana's not letting goals in through his legs. You don't feel... I saw, I saw you take a pop. Jackson staying offside, like... Like you can ask a question, but have a bit of asking with a bit of politeness. I'm just like, putting some context here, right? The context um, sucks. It sucks. <laughs> the context. The context. Yeah. Um, but I commented in our WhatsApp group, right? The main United are a bang average, in my opinion. Just average is what I said, and you lost your head. So no, you I didn't. Give, just I say the bang average, Jordan. Jordan, yeah, I did. you have a habit. No, no. Of let me let, no, no, let, let me. You let said the listeners you said know what happened. Awful. You said awful. You said the, awful. No. You did. Oli asked, Oli said, how did Villa play today? Is, and I said is, United were average. The thing that I that frustrates me the most is your delivery is so disrespectful across the board. <laughs> it's always bang average. Awful. Worst thing I've ever seen. And you're like, hold on a minute. Is he watching like is he watching the Galacticos of the Naughties? No, you're watching Arsenal. You you Arsenal fans. I've, you talk about me losing my head. Arsenal fans have lost their heads, and they're going on like Let, they're not, City. We're, we're, not, we're not talking Arsenal. We're not talking Jordan, Arsenal. You're saying average because you think Arsenal are playing miles above average. No, I'm and not. The last no, time I'm I not. checked, no, your not. cabinet is as cobwebby as my cabinet. All right, so okay, so it's for a second. Let's ask the non-Arsenal and United two other two fans. Yeah, let's on ask the, the other pod. two. Hang on, 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 hang on,
Has that been has that been an unfair description of United this season? Awful. Has that been an unfair description of United this season? Oli, G. Are these things that are not actually true? Yeah, they're lying. What have I said, Marvin? That is that is factually not correct. Should we talk about the should we talk about the Aston Villa game? Should we talk about that? Let's do it. Right, okay. So the point that I made in the Aston Villa game was Villa are going through a bad time, but United ain't going through a great time. For United to go to Villa Park and get the win was a good win. And you didn't miss a beat and you couldn't wait to criticize United. And the point I was making, and I made it very clearly, there was no great area on it, was if any of the other teams, including Arsenal or Spurs, regardless of Villa's form, went there and got a win, it wouldn't be their bang average. It would have been good to get or go away at Villa Park and get a win. Simple as he, that. And my point is, my point is, I hate your narrative about United. I hate it. Because I'll be the first one to say United are poor. But for you to be like bang average, like there was there wasn't an element of fair play that got the win. To be fair to Oli, at least he said it's a good win for United, and you piled it in like your thumbs were on fire. So because, I I like so, because, so because I didn't say, oh, good win for United, good win for United, you're upset. Your thumbs are on fire. No, 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 that's not what I'm saying. I'm so saying, what, what? I'm saying. So rather than so hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. Rather than bluff me for what I did say, you're upset for me what I didn't say. No, again, I'll be very clear. It's delivery. It's delivery. Oh, well, delivery the, the, is how inter- interpretation. Well, Gabriel, Oli, in, in that game, that? we're Man United average. I didn't see the game, George, so I have to, you know, I, I have to stay out of that one. I, I, that's why I asked. I asked the question, did they play well? I didn't see their game and I didn't see your win at West Ham. I didn't see the game. Marvin, you, you, was, was, United, United were average in that game. That's, it, it, it's was, it, was a draw a fair result? Was a draw a fair result in that game, Gabriel? It, a draw would have been a fair result. It, the game could, and that's being kind. Way. So but, I don't understand United, why Marvin thinks I've got some agenda against United. Gordon, I've you just got a question. Given it, my question was: right. Were they average? No, they won three points. Next question. <laughs> what kind of answer is that? They won, so they can't be average. Do you, do you, do you want me to, like, to change my answer to suit you? The answer was: Were they average? I've said no. What more do you want from me? What do you want? I don't know somewhere you're getting upset. I could pile in on United a lot more than I am. I'm being oh, kind. Keep me, you're doing me a favour, Jordan. Keep on piling in, piling in. <laughs> you want to do it, do it, I'm not running let's from talk, it. Let, let's, let's talk, because United fans are just incredible. The they're, they're so, they're so no, funny. Let me tell you something. United oh, fans are God. honest. United fans know we're not playing well. But what United can't stand is arrogant. No Premier League winning, but since the iPhone, Arsenal fans always come about in with Arsenal. Their, with always all their about indignation Arsenal. Of how great it's they're always playing. about if Arsenal. You're playing great, win the league. Otherwise, stay in your lane. Let's move on. It's always about Arsenal. What are you not an Arsenal? Always fan? about Arsenal. Arsenal's got nothing to do with discussion. Let me tell you, it's about if you United. Contextualize form. the amount of arrogance that Arsenal fans give and how fantastic they think their football is. And how poor t- tell, everyone is t- playing. Tell them. Right? Tell them. Don't what, tell me. You're tell not them. them. Well, I'm not arrogant, not so I'm not them. <laughs> oh, you're not arrogant. Okay, you be the judge of whether you're arrogant or not. That's great. You I do will, that. I will. I yeah. will. Let's, right. talk, let's talk about someone that actually is being successful. Let's talk about Mbappe. What's that? The news bros. crazy. It's crazy. It's all backhanded. <laughs> you know what? 
I'll be saying I'm a, I was a great host, but you know what I wasn't, George? I wasn't an arsehole. I wasn't an arsehole, George. You can learn from that. Even Gary Lineker's not an arsehole. Do you know what I'm saying? Jeff Stelling, not an arsehole. It's a segue, the Bob. Best, it's, a segue. it's a segue. It was a, it was a rubbish segue. <laughs> it's rubbish. Oh, jeez. We're here for opinions. Um, I think my opinion right. was a rubbish segue. Let's go to no one is successful. No, nobody's to, club oh. here is successful. Sorry, Someone's dude, rattled, over to you. Rattled FC. Let's go to Mbappe now. <laughs> the, the, the news broke today, gentlemen. <laughs> Mbappe is likely to be joining Real Madrid in the summer on a free. Um, I think most people agree that he's the best player on the planet. If not, definitely top three. Um, I'll start with you, Gabriel. Um, big money is looking like rice. I've got here reported eighty-five million pound signing on fee, fifteen million pounds salary a year over a five-year contract. It might sound like a wild question, but with that package of money invested into one player, is that actually a good deal, or could you get three world-class players for that? I think it is a good deal because you look at what is out there in the market and what you could be be paying for him if he wasn't on the free. And I think it's probably a comparable deal. Um, Mbappe's um, team are doing a great job of trying to kind of, you know, take this as it's not about money, it's about sport. And, you know, they're, they're letting us know that he's going to have to give PSG some of the signing on fees so he's not getting that. And they're letting us know he's getting a pay cut you know, like as if anyone wouldn't get a pay cut from that PSG salary because it's like pretty much Saudi Arabia level salaries. But I've, I think it's a good deal all, for for all parties concerned. It is an expensive deal. But, you know, um, I think um, Mbappe will go on to be the best player of his generation. Um, in, and so in that sense, I, I think he's worth what they're paying. Uh, Marv. If the deal gets confirmed, who's got the better front three? Mbappe, Bellingham, Vinicius Jr. or De Bruyne, Silva and Haaland? Oh, I'd go with Real Madrid just out of youth and energy, right? KDB's coming towards the end. Injuries are piling up. And if you ask me who I wanted to watch right now, as Oli rightfully pointed out on the last pod, I'm a big Bellingham fan. So I'd I'd love to see. I don't even know if Bellingham's in a front three, really, George. He's he's behind them, but I hear what you're saying. That's who I would rather <laughs> watch. But I think the bigger thing is if 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 all of the rumors are true, that front three you compared it to, like there's rumors <coughs> Haaland could be going over to Madrid soon. There's rumors of Trent. There's Alfonso Davis. Like they they're trying to recreate the uh, the. The, the Galacticos of old. And if I'm brutally honest, like in a time where I'm slightly frustrated with systems and lack of personalities, assembling that cast of foot of, of football team is something that I would love to see. Do you know what I'm saying? So mm. uh, I'm, I'm, I'm totally here for it. I just hope this isn't another Mbappe flirt. He's flirted a bit, isn't he? And like, it's actually for me, it's kind of turned me off him as a player a bit in terms of, Oh, I'm going, I got to go, blah, 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 career, career. Oh, what are you saying? You saying about that money? All right, I'll take. I'll stay for another year. Like so, I hope it's final, and I, I, I'd love to see him in a Madrid shirt. I've always been that person that thinks you're slightly limited on the world stage if you're in if you're in France. So let's see what he can do in the Liga. Oh, do you think he's slightly bottling it going to La Liga rather than the Premier League? Um, 
No, I wouldn't say that. It's Real Madrid, isn't it? Um, yeah, the La Liga, La Liga isn't what it was. Barcelona aren't the team they were. But yeah, I don't. I wouldn't say he's bottling it because with him in the team, then you know they're 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 a good bet for Champions League glory, and anyone will take that, won't they? So um, no, I just. I don't know. I don't know if players like Mbappe see the Premier League as an option as much as we laud it in this country and we say that it's the best league in the world. I'm not sure people like Mbappe see it as their, as you know, the ultimate destination for them. Um, might be a bit too rough. Um, certainly, the physical demands are something that turn a lot of players off, and you'd never get a break either. And, you know, all of these things, I think, play into a lot of uh, these players' minds. If the thing about Real Madrid, though, I was just wondering, how is how is he going to be able to play with um, with Vinicius Jr.? Don't they play in the same position? They'll probably put him for the middle, I'm assuming. I think they'll But he doesn't like playing there. That was the whole thing no. at PSG, where he was like, I don't want to play, I don't want to play through the middle. I've got to mm. play wide. And I thought he plays kind of that Rashford wide left position though. So how are they gonna how, no how are they gonna fit them both in the team? I just made the assumption they're gonna just play him through the middle. Gabriel, are you a bit disappointed though that none of the Premier League teams I mean we don't know if there wasn't, but didn't try to kind of have a nibble at him because I've never actually ever heard him say like it's my gene to play for Real Madrid. The glamour of the history of the club, I get the appeal. But it's not like Ronaldo, we knew he was going to Madrid at some point. Fabregas, we knew he was going back to Barcelona at some point. I don't think it was. I've never heard quotes from him saying that I want to play for Real Madrid. Uh, and I think you put I, a package I, together. I, I beg to differ on that. I think I think he has kind of made it clear that Madrid are like his dream club. But to answer your question overall, um, I've, it's disappointing, but not surprising, just because, like, I think teams are scared after the Everton thing to make any type of big moves. I mean, Real Madrid have been like you know, prepping this for a while now. So it's not come out of nowhere. It's been coming. But I don't see... If there was another Mbappe, for instance, and Real Madrid were out of the running, I don't even think City would be in the running at the moment. I think they'll be keeping their powder dry to see how this kind of like profit and sustainability thing kind of plays out. So no, I don't I don't see it happening. I'd like to see him at some point, but um, and I would have ruled it out for the future. But no, I don't see us getting that big. Big, massive, huge money superstar anytime soon. And G- George, you talk about having a nibble. If I, again, more Arsenal arrogance, but I did see Arteta going, well, we have to be in the conversation if he's on the move. And I was just like, shut up. I, I didn't you know understand. I, mean? I See, this is where I think you're talking rubbish now. I didn't, it was the famous for Madrid. Clearly, everyone knew it was Madrid that he was yeah, most likely to agreed. go to. But the idea that Arsenal couldn't have put a package together to go and get him and people find that hilarious. I'm just like, why was that funny? No, it wasn't even hilarious. That, it, it was that, almost that like, hilarious. Why? It wasn't even just that. It was like, we have to be in the conversation. Why is that the case? You're not you're not a big club as far as the biggest clubs go. Right? Well, like I'm gonna give him the benefit of the doubt that what, what he meant was Yeah, you that give him the benefit that's a, that's of the doubt. A, that's, that's a player that we should be looking at rather than we have to be I, George, I agree. What, the wording what? is the wording is arrogant. Yeah, to be fair, to be fair, it was one of those questions you get asked in a press conference, and what's he going to say? You know what I mean? You say, he's, "I think he's, he's going to Madrid." Next question. No, no yeah, no, no, but he's no, going to no. he's no. going to he, he's going to have to 
all these managers they play the game, don't they? He's got a, yeah. he's got a, he's got a, he's got a, a bat for Arsenal. You know what I mean? Time to talk about West Ham now, lads. Um, and to do so, we brought back our old mucker, uh, Dan Lawless from West Ham Fan TV. Good evening, Dan. How you doing? Evening, mate. Evening. Glad to be on it. Good to be on the the, the new iteration of of the podcast. Obviously, we go yes, way back. Mate. We do, we do, we do. But it seems like every time you're on, it seems there's um there's just bad times, uh, bad times ahead. So. I don't know what to tell you, yeah. but um, you it, know it kind of is doing, what it is. Jordan. You know what you're doing. I said this to uh, my guy, Saeed. I was like, yeah, as soon as we start to do bad, all the invitations come out. When we was riding Dad, high... If, you, if, you won the, if, if we were doing this pod when you won the European League conference, you'd have been first on. Okay, so but you was doing it when we when we done the double over you, yeah? When we beat you twice. After there was bigger news that day. The there, was, there, was, there was bigger news that week, Dan. There was bigger oh, news that right. week. Right, you know I'm sure. I mean? George, just to I'm clarify, sure. it's, the, it's the Conference League. It's not the Europa League Conference. I know okay. the West Ham fans get, seem to get confused with the European Cups. <laughs> <laughs> it was the fair, Conference fair, League. Fair point, fair point, fair point. Um, listen, Dan, it's not great that um, your, your gaff, according to some of the West Ham fans, um, but just a few things I want to kind of just put to you. I mean, you won your first trophy in over 40 years. Not like a piddly cup as well. You've won a form of a European trophy. Steady on, it's, it's, a, it's a European cup, the third tier. It's, 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 it's the piddly European cup. Come on, let's be honest. It's a, your, your words it's a trophy. Mind. It's a trophy. Brilliant summer business, bringing in Kudos, James Ward-Prowse, Alvarez, great signings. And one of the best attacking midfielders in the league in Baqueta. A free... And world-class stadium that you're still residing in. Two points <laughs> of a European spot. Back it's to not back world-class, the... Well, it was when they moved in. Let's just... When they moved Jordan in... Is, Jordan's really... It's, he's trying. It's, it's hard. Stadium. Stadium. It's a world-class okay. Olympic right. world stadium. 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 All right. All right. Olympic all right. stadium. It's a, it's a stadium. It's a stadium. It's a stadium. All right. You've got a free gap. You might as well watch it from home. Yeah, it's a stadium and it's reasonably new. All right, all right, we'll go, we'll go, we'll go with that then. Not Two points of a European spot. Back-to-back seasons in Europe. You beat an Arsenal and Tottenham away. You beat in United and Chelsea. Knocked Arsenal out of the cup. Still in the Europa League. And there's no more riots at the London Stadium, as we saw three years ago. So my question to you, Dan, is what more do you want? Ah, there uh, it is. There's the question. Oh, yes, it didn't take long. It didn't. Just say it. It didn't take long. We got there quickly. I'm glad. I'm glad we got there quickly. What more do we want? What more do we want? Well, what's well, the way I look to me, Dan? Listen, part of it comes down to the football that we're witnessing um, and the results, right? Because, yes, it's a results-based business. What we've seen in the league this past two seasons has been bad football with no results, losing week in, week out standing there for 90 minutes watching horrid, horrid football. Now, neutrals try to, you know, give us that, oh, what more do you want? But we cry when we're selected for TV. Oh, West Ham Palace. Why is that game on TV? Oh, dead game, dead game. Yeah, we have to go and pay our money and go, we go watch it. And that's why we're, we're so unhappy. It's just, it sucks the life out of you when you're not winning and you're playing this kind of football, right? You know, Manager team, uh, other fans who had Mourinho and that can probably sympathise a bit. Yet he's an elite level manager, so yeah, I just it's, it, I think fans just have had enough of it. And look, it's not to say Moyes hasn't done a good job, but I think fans just want something different. And yeah, it could all go wrong, 
it could all blow up in our faces, but that's football. There's no risk, no risk, no reward. So, so, so where are you, Dan? Because it's looking like Moyes, at best, won't be renewing his contract in the season. At worst, he could be gone in the next couple of weeks. What's your position on David Moyes? Um, yeah, I wouldn't like to see him sacked because, look, at the end of the day, um, you know, whatever I think about his football and, you know, how he, him as a manager, you know, he's done a good job here. Ultimately, he can leave with his head held high. And if he can go out nice and, you know, smoothly, your contract's up, you're not sacked, good luck. That would be nice. Do you know what I mean? That'd be a nice way to a clean end. That's what I hope for. But if we keep losing, like we haven't won since the 28th of December. So if we keep slipping and slipping down the table, then, you you know, we're not going to go down. We're not going to get relegated. But then maybe we start to look at another manager to come save us. I want to take our time. I want to make sure we get the right man. So I don't want to just, you know, get someone in now for the sake of it and sack him. So I'm willing to kind of suffer through the football in order for the for the long-term um, enjoyment. So that's where I'm at, really. I, I can't say I, I think he should get a new contract at all. Dan... When you're you're one point behind Newcastle and above Chelsea in the league, and there were no protests at Chelsea, no banners coming out. Last time I spoke to you, West Ham were at a new stadium, and the, their owners were getting pelted with coins and stuff like that. It like are West Ham fans just the most ungrateful fans in the league? Wow. It's <laughs> two footed. Wow. Listen, there's, yeah, there's no banners at Chelsea, but is it not potch out? In his first season, potch out already. Don't I want him out? Oh, but I'm not there. I'm not there. Hold up. If he had won a European Cup last year, if you can call it that, I probably would give him a little bit more time. To be fair, those lads, uh, I think, had the banner last season before the um, before we won the cup and thought we need to get our money's worth out of this. Do you know what I mean? Like they've used it. (laughs) Once they're like, come on, this is a good time to break it out and get our money's worth. So, <laughs> but <laughs> at the same time, look, yeah, we're above, a sh- uh, was, uh, well, I don't know if I can swear, but we were above a crap Chelsea. We're above yeah. a crap Chelsea. Yeah, gee, that's Let's... a rogue question, man. Like, you're above Chelsea. There's like, there's, there's <laughs> nine nothing. teams above Chelsea. Like, <laughs> so what? Yeah. So what? <laughs> what does that like, mean in 2024? Let's be This is West Ham. It's not, no, but it's not. Them being above Chelsea isn't West Ham being successful. It's as Dan said, you are so poor. Like, don't use it as a barometer is what I'm saying. Okay, what? Mm. Okay, West, let's just go with this. West Ham are ninth. That's about where I expect West Ham to be. Well, that's, <laughs> yeah. that's why I didn't, I didn't put the position. I said two points off a European spot. Because I think that's more pertinent than the actual position where you are. You're two points off a European spot. But that's just a tight league, isn't it? That's like, yeah. as you said, they ain't won all year. This, in this calendar year, and we're coming to the end of Feb now, isn't it? So do you think they're being ungrateful of Marvin? I think they're being ungrateful calling for Moyes, but I think there's there's more problems at that club. Like, I've never liked Sullivan as an owner. They were really reliant on Paqueta, right? And he's been out and the, and the football's um, suffered as a result. And they let... Dan, keep me honest here, but I feel like you let a few men go... With and you already replaced it with Calvin Phillips, who's been having had an absolute mare, right? You you got four nows went, Ben Rama went, someone else went as well. And yeah. I saw there's one guy that I like because he's just he just seems like a happy go lucky chap, Ben Johnson, who I thought was a right back. The last game I saw you guys playing 
what is the idea of like the left wing? Like, I, I, I just feel like. A, look, as G said, look, Moyes won you a trophy. He ain't done it in forty odd years. He's got to get. He's got to get at least to the end of the season. Sacking him, even if he takes you down, he's taken you down season before he brought you glory. There's got to be a bit of loyalty yeah. with a bit of glory, right? And then, yeah, but, se- but, and secondly, like, I've never liked Sullivan. I can't speak ill of his partner. Yeah, but um, like I. I've been to the ground and I've been to the training ground, funny enough. And that training ground is worse than Carrington, right? Like it is a dive. So I just feel like there's infrastructure problems as well. But to call for Moyes' head, I think is incredibly harsh. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, but look at it this way, right? Ranieri won the league, the Premier League, Claudio Ranieri, Premier League. He got Leicester to a Champions League quarterfinal, yeah? And he was sacked. Not as much of a fuss was made about Leicester fans wanting him out and, and Ranieri being sacked as it is about David Moyes. What is about David Moyes? And everyone plays down the conference league. Everyone says, oh, third rate tin pot cup. But you're but a bigger apparently, club. You're, you're a bigger club, though. You're a bigger club. I, I, than I, I, I don't think Ranieri should have been fired, to be fair. I don't think I, he should I, have been fired. I never saw banners for Ranieri, to be honest with you. I saw a lot of sympathy from Ranieri for Leicester fans. That's what it is. I think people that don't have sympathy for West Ham fans because of. <clears throat> Because it's not the first time, like I said, like it just seems they're always complaining. And Dad, let's not pretend West Ham fans are like the pillar of the community. Like we don't like you. We don't like you. So to for us to not like you and then for you to turn on a man that brought you glory like, you know, a year ago, even less. Like oh, but this glory we're... that you all say is crap. You all say it's third ray. It's nothing. It's, it's no, a nothing listen, trophy. I never said it's anything about the trophy. It's levels. That's the best best I'm ever going to do. Did. In fact, you were punching. <laughs> like, I, I can't we've, I've won, <laughs> I've won FA Cups. We've won FA Cups in our history. Dad, what let's are we talk about, about football in, in our lifetime, right? Let's talk about, <laughs> you know what I mean? We're not talking black and white TV here. What I'm saying is, if I win the Carabao as a Man United fan, it's a Tim Pot Cup. If West Ham win the Carabao Cup, you should be parading and in the fountains. It, like, it's just simple it, levels. I'm not trying to be disrespectful, but I've been to Upton Park. <laughs> I'm not trying to be disrespectful. Oh, wow. No, is it? Is it? No, whoa, whoa. Oh, yes, I think, wow. That, wow. I think I'm Marv, not trying to be disrespectful. I know, but we need to put some context because, like you said, it's not the black and white days. It's also yeah. not 2008. Yeah? Yeah. You're not that Man United. A Carabao Cup to oh, you now okay, is decent. Okay. You're not no, going out and collecting trophies anymore. Dad, let me tell you. Come on. Swing it. Nice one, Dan. Dad, love that, Dan. Right, on I love you, that. Right, wheel it in. You love it. I love yeah, that. You love it. You, you love it. We get it. Dad, what I'm saying to you is, yeah. Wow. 2008, 2023, we win the Carabao Cup. I am buying an island. Very simple. Yeah. I'm still living the yeah. glory days of I think Man United should be competing for the league. And I, I I know it sounded disrespectful, but the point I was trying to make is whereas G's being being rude about the uh, Europa Conference League, yeah, I think that's a, a, a really good win for West Ham. And I've got West Ham friends. They went over. Most of them will tell you it was the best footballing day of their lives, right? And I just mm. think based on that, if you've been a West Ham fan for 10, 15, 20 years, you're telling me you're a season ticket holder. You're telling me that's the best day of your life. I think you shouldn't be calling for the manager's head that made that made your career as a as a West Ham fan fantastic. He spent half a billion. 
Like we gotta take that into consideration. It's but not this, like that much. we're plucky. Yeah, yes. It's not like he, has, little, he, he uh, spent these. Yeah, he spent it's not like Everton boys where he's scraping the barrel and he's <laughs> somehow turned us into this world, this world beating what, team. What, what, well, Dan, let me ask you. Let me ask you because my kind of the way, the way I look at football is that I believe if you're a fan of a big club, big clubs don't get to choose whether you play good football or win trophies, right? Big clubs, Real Madrid, United, Arsenal, Liverpool, Bayern Munich, there's an expectation that you play a good football, <laughs> you play good football and you win trophies, right? If you're not a big fan of a big club, I think it's okay to, ex- you should be expecting one or the other, right? So we're going to win games and punch above our way, but the football may not be great to watch week in, week out, or the vice versa. Football's great to watch, but we're not going to finish any higher than 12. So my question to you then is, kind of just rep- repetition what should West Ham be doing because I'm kind of with Marvin winning the Europa League conference th- th- I don't understand what you want Moyes to do he's got conference league, in the league, conference league back to back back to back conference league I think, I think Dan just wants to win a game George. Dan just wants to win a game at this point but they won a game a month ago it's only a month <laughs> It's more than it's a month. month. Six, six weeks. Jude, they, they, haven't, they haven't won a game since the turn of the year, Jude. But Oli, I would bet... But Oli, Dan, can I, ask, can I ask you, Dan? How much do you pay for your season ticket, Jude, if you don't mind me asking? Uh, about 650. About 650. Six, 650 quid. quid, right. Okay. So I just kind of... I, it's just... You know, you can't really... You can't really go on about how... Not you, personally, Dan. I'm saying that you can't really go on about... Fans not being happy about the style of football. The amount of money people pay for season tickets, I demand to be entertained. I demand to watch something that's good. And the thing is, I'm kind of, you know, I don't want to pile in on Dan because this is feeling like an episode of Dragon's Den at the moment where you, know, <laughs> just, you like just piling in on the guy, you know. And as a Spurs fan, the last thing you want is, is any advice from a Spurs fan. But what I would say is that season, ticket, season tickets cost a lot of money, yeah? I want to be entertained. All right, so let me ask you, Dan. Good football finishing eighth or Europa League conference final win? But but wait a minute. And this is what we always say. Why does it have to be exclusive? And listen, I just, when I just I say, said, most managers can't do both. Yeah, but what I'm this is what I'm saying, right? I'm not saying, I'm not asking for to play like Man City. I'm not even asking to play like Arsenal play now, right? When I say good football or entertaining, I'm, counter-attacking is fine by me if that's what we're going to be. But it has to be entertaining, and I want to see some urgency for the players on the pitch. I want to see them trying to get forward quickly when they have the ball. We don't have to dominate possession; we can have less possession. But when we have the ball, let's try and you know be progressive when we have it, and when we don't have it, let's try our best to get the ball back yeah, and close I mean, players. I have down. to say, I have to say, with the players they've got, and you know, I just think it's it's amazing to me that you you know that. G especially is going on about about Chelsea about um, West Ham fans being ungrateful. Chelsea fans are the most ungrateful mob that you ever 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 see. You are ungrateful. You are ungrateful. You got listen. You got Burley in there, but Burley spent a billion pounds and you're moaning. You're all saying he's an idiot. He spent a billion pounds on your club. Well, he spent a billion pounds and we're tenth, so obviously he is an idiot. Well, he might say he, he might say he might say that in the long run he's gonna he's gonna he's gonna turn around for him. But the fact of the matter maybe, is, he still, he still he still he still he still pumped a lot of money into your club. A lot. No, of no money. he did. And, 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 all, and all he's getting for that is you lot singing for Abramovich. 
that's that's that you know so don't 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 be saying don't be saying this rubbish about they're ungrateful you lot are ungrateful but there, there, there have been there have been no there's been no banners for Pochettino out and Pochettino's in the worst job than Moyes in my view there's no, there's no banners. Sorry, sorry. I'm not even. I'm not even. I'm not even going to dive into that. There's a lot to be said about it. We're not going to because we're going to keep on the West Ham chat. But the thing is, the thing is, right? The thing is, I look at I look at West Ham. There is no re- when you look at the players that they've got. Look at the players that they've got. You just said, Jordan. They've got Paqueta who can ball. Yeah. They've got they've got where, this they've got, got they've got they've got Kudas. Yeah, he's injured. I know where, he's injured. Where, but the thing is, where, the thing where is, is where's Paqueta? What do you mean? Where is he? Where is he at the moment? I said he's injured. Right, and where where was um, Kudos for the last four weeks? Yeah, fine. Yeah, but I'm saying to you, even when they had okay. these players, Jewel, they weren't. It wasn't like when he had these players, he was playing any differently. Well, let me let me give the, the final final point, Dan. Um, so let's look forward. What um, what's next? Who's the manager that you think will bring you what it is that you feel you're paying your money to see? Well, what you mean? What I what I've I'm paying my money to see what I should be seeing or what I am seeing. No, now. no, no. Who, who's the guy that you think next season? Oh, who's can, that guy? Yeah, oh, the manager. You oh, um, yeah. I mean, look, that's a tough question because, as far as I'm concerned, the, the same names get wheeled around, right? And I'm at this point where Fair I enough. look at. <laughs> I want. I want. So- I want someone I don't. I've never even heard of. Ideally, like for me, I want. I want us to do our scouting. I want us to do our homework. Find someone that's the next Deserby or something, and then go and you know build build something new, a new project. If I had to go for a name now, I would. I would give Potter a go. I think Chelsea, as much as they're potch out, potch out, I think it's a poisonous, toxic job. I think any manager is gonna fail there. They, they wanted Potter out and they was excited to get Poch and Poch was the man and Poch is doing just as bad, if not worse, than Potter. So I would give Potter a go. But we've got to take our time on this. I don't think there's this one man. Bielsa is someone I would love because people people are shocked when they hear me say Bielsa because of his Leeds time. The squad we've got, compared to what Leeds had, which was half a championship side, I think Bielsa would do wonders with. We'd see mm. great football. And look, he had leads in the top half in his first season up, and that with that leads team just coming up to the championship. So, if if we could get a Bielsa, and and he promotes youth, Moyes as well. He, he's not really giving our youngsters a chance, and he's rather playing players out of position, like I said, playing a right back at left wing when we've got young left wingers that you could play and promote. Mm. So th- there's there's so many things that come into my problems, and I look at the same time, I, I want to at least see my team fight. I want to at least see my team try. Uh, Dan, listen, big up for your time. Thank you very much. Um, Dan from Thanks, West Ham Fan TV. Your socials, is it just West Ham Fan TV, Dan? Yeah, at the Lawless on Twitter. The Lawless, T-H-E. Um, Lawless, yeah. And uh, you can come get me on there and tell me how wrong I am on Twitter. We'll put a link in the description uh, below as well. Uh, listen, cheers for your time, Dan. Big up. Let's go to our Doc Watch, guys. Um, we didn't do a documentary last week, but we have got one this week. We, we watched... Uh, the I hope the final series, um, three episode long of Sunderland till I die. Um, I, I thought it was actually good considering well, they did a good job of making it engaging despite having a positive ending, right? Because the joy in these documentaries is when you kind of hear the kind of the build up and the, cl- the club believe and then it ends in tears, right? This didn't end in tears, so I, I, I despite that, I thought they did a really good job on this one. Um, Gabriel, what did you think of 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 this? And 
was it one series maybe too far? No, I, I, I have to say I actually enjoyed it, Jordan. Um, maybe I haven't been paying that much attention to Sunderland, but um, finding out um, about the, you know the new owners at, at what well, new owner, sorry, um, change of manager, um, injuries, players have been picking up, and a little bit of insight into that. Um, I actually thought it was a good watch. Um, I, I think what for me um, it is the best. Um, Sunday until I die is the best English football, um, you know, um, piece that we, we've had on. I, I much prefer it to the Amazon ones that they did the Tottenham and Arsenal stuff. I think Sunday until I die is is better, and I think the main reason why is, you know, you get to see a little bit of the games, which is nice. You get the club, but then you really get a feeling of the city. Like they go into the podcasts and. Speak to the lo- speak to the locals, and you really kind of find that the connection between the the locals and the club. So yeah, for me, I, I'll I'll go out on a limb and say out of all of the shows that we watched, this has been my favourite so far. And I wish there was a couple of more episodes. Uh, oh, what, what did you think of this? I loved it, man. I mean, I haven't watched the whole series. I watched the first episode um, of this new series, and uh, yeah, I, I'm, I'm with G. I thought it was really good, and. Uh, I love I, I love it because it's raw. It's it's proper raw. Those fans, they're feeling it, man. You know what I mean? And it's difficult for them. They've had a hard time. And um, yeah, I kind of feel like, uh, and not just that, but the, the players as well. I, I was quite surprised with uh, Pritchard was just saying when they sacked uh, Lee Johnson, he was like, <laughs> I, I thought it was a really bad call. I just think, wow, you know, it's like you you don't really um, players don't normally they're not they're not normally that candid about about decisions that the club make. They normally just play the game and say, and and, 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 and tone a party line. But I just felt that, um, I felt that, you know, there was a, there was a certain degree of honesty there. And, and also with Jack Clark as well, saying he was kind of, you know, he'd read, he'd watched the earlier series of Sunderland until I die and then felt like, Oh my God, I've walked into that, that club again. So, um, so yeah, I kind of liked. I kind of liked the fact that the players were prepared to to call it as they as 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 they really felt, and the fact that the fans are you know they're they're real. So yeah, it was good. It was good. I I definitely watch it to the end. I enjoyed it. Uh, Marvin, like you often hear from certain fans across the country that those towns or cities are like footballing cities, right? Where the the, the the heartbeat of the city or the town just literally is all about football. I don't think London's like that um, for obvious reasons, but Sunderland, having been there, it's a city where all they talk about is Sunderland. It's, 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 it's mad. Do you do you agree that some clubs, because it was, I think it was mentioned in episode two, that this is a club that should be in the Premier League. Do you think that some clubs of the size of Sunderland should be in the Premier League? I think you should be in the Premier League if you get promoted from from the Championship, George. It's as simple as you that. You, like, don't, you don't buy the whole big nah. club. You should be in the Prem stuff. Like if you're a big club, it's your job to stay in the league. If you get relegated, you get relegated. And I, I'm a bit different to G and Ollie on this. Like I didn't enjoy it as much as I enjoyed the first season because, to your point, it was a bit too happy clappy for me. Like when those guys went into the water and talked about football's all I have other than family and friends, I was just like, they're going a bit OTT for me. And actually, I looked at it from a different perspective. Like, I just thought, 
wow, you to your point about big clubs, George, it's like English people can't afford clubs anymore. Like all the investments coming from overseas. I felt like it was a very tenuous link. The guy was like involved in, I think it was, his dad was involved in Marseille. So he had to buy Sunderland. You know I didn't mean? get that. I didn't I'm get sure, that. I'm sure there's French clubs that he could have bought if he wanted to be close, right? Or he could have got a pretty nifty majority in Marseille. So, and then it came out, he didn't even own the club. Like there was, there was like, there's, there's like, there's like some real issues for me with like, football ownership that people need to be having a conversation about and I'm not saying foreign investment is a bad thing but even with the Wrexham doc like you can see how things can go quite wrong if the ownership's not right so I didn't enjoy it as much and then ask you a question like same with Leeds same when Newcastle went down if you go down you go down I do have a bit of sympathy if you know there's been the books have been cooked and you get docked points but other than that, it, the league just doesn't lie. It's, it's a marathon, not a sprint, and and as simple as that for me, really. But I I I loved to to G's point. The first season was my favorite, like Agreed. because they were expecting to go back up, and not only did they not go back up, they went down, and you had like Rodwell, <laughs> like like I think Ollie says it best when he talks about like. Some things are just puff pieces, and this was as far from a puff piece as you could go. Like this was, this was like warts and all. And Jordan, I don't, I know lots of people talk about like binging Netflix. I couldn't put it down because I yeah, already knew same. they got relegated, and they there was like until like episode three, there was still hope, and it was brilliant. Yeah, so yeah. this one being a shortened season, it was still a good watch, but it wasn't, it wasn't the same vibe for me. Ollie, rate it out of five. I don't even um, finished it yet, but. I'm I'm not I'm not allowed halves, am I? No. We're back to that again. Not allowed halves. Yep. Um yep. I will give it I'll give it a four actually. I'll give it four. I liked it. G? Yeah, I think me and Ollie are on the same page here. I'm giving it a four four clicks. I would have given it a four and a half if but you don't allow it. No, 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 no. Not on my watch. Um Marv? <laughs> I'll give it a three just because I'd probably have given season one and two a four, so I can't mm. give this one a three. Yeah, I think it's a three. three. It's a three for me as well. So that averages out. My maths are awful. Three and a half. Three and a half. Well, I'll give it a two and a half, Julie, because you're about to be bad. You know what it's doing. Yeah, I deserve that. I deserve that. All right, guys. It's now time for this. What you talking about, Willis? Marvin, what are you saying? Did you, yeah, we got we got to do the Willis. And I, I've, I've been deep in thought on this one. But, and first of all, let me start with saying a big apology to Oli because we've had some debate on whether a certain player made the right move and what's going to happen. But uh, it asks you a question. I've got to give it to Thomas Tuchel, man. He has to get the willing. <laughs> um, and and, and let, let me tell you, right? I don't know. How many how many times have Bayern won it? Like eight, nine times on the bounce, Eleven. right? Eleven. 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 Yeah. He, come, he comes in. He, they, everyone says we need a striker. Like we get, you know, we replace Lewandowski, and we're in. He replaces, he replaces Lewandowski with arguably the best striker in the world right now in Harry Kane in terms of number nine. And then he's getting packed out, George. And this isn't about Leverkusen. This isn't just about Leverkusen, right? Because Javier Alonso is doing a great job, but uh, the the game that they lost this time. They lost in the Champions League. 
is slagging off all the Bayern legends. But the bit that really, <laughs> really personifies the um, the way the reason why he's getting the Willis today, Jordan, is he talked about the XG value of the defeat this weekend. When the embarrassing. Managers, when managers start reaching for XG, it's embarrassing. You got to fire them right there, G. You got to fire them. <laughs> XG is a made-up statistician thing that is is sometimes accurate, sometimes not. But ultimately, nobody cares. It's like saying we had the most shots on target, so we should win. He is unraveling in front of my very eyes, and he's got to take the Willis because I reckon they might not win the league now. And I don't think even if they do in the league, I don't think he's seeing out the next few weeks. So I said, yeah, said that months ago. He, I think he, he's going he, regardless. He's got to get the Willis, and I, I apologize to Old because he was just like Marvy's made, a, and I still don't think Kane's made a mistake. Like Kane will end his buying career getting some silverware, but I've been so embarrassed for Wait, two. Just, for this one, Marv, Marv, could you not say? Can I? Can I just? And I thought that was a brilliant Willis, by the way. But can I just say? Can I just say? If Kane had, if Kane had actually seen out his time at Spurs played out, played down his contract he could be going to that Real Madrid team they've, the got, Jocelyn, is, oh, they've got Jocelyn up front <laughs> the thing is we've talked about this before I honestly think Kane did you a favour instead of running no, no, out he, he, he done us a massive favour don't get me wrong he done us a yeah. massive favour like, I, I, I think Levy said to him like do us a solid get us some money and leave the league and he's done exactly that, right? He's not coming back to haunt you in the Prem. He gave you a cool hundred million when you've got billions of debt in terms, not billions, but you've got significant debt with the new stadium. I thought Bayern was a great move because, you know, he's not going to move to a team where he isn't, where I might have, but I thought Silverware's not a banker, but hey, whether it's a Londo or someone else that comes in, he'll get some silverware next season and we'll all forget about what's going on. But I, mean, just... I looked at the highlights of their both games and I watched the Champions League game and I was just like, Tuchel hasn't got a clue. Like, uh, that centre-back, Upper Meccano, like he, what, two red cards back-to-back and Kane but... missed an absolute sitter on the He missed weekend. two. He missed and two I'm sitters. just like... I blame the players a little bit, but Thomas, unfortunately, in the world of football, the ma- the, just, the buck stops with the manager. When you start talking about XJ, you've lost me. Just, if you go to your just, next interview and go, I did win, I did win in Germany, but if you look at my XG, I can create chances. You ain't getting bad. the job. Do you know what I'm saying? Bad. So that's where I'm at. It's, it's bad. Just just to wrap, I, I agree. Brilliant win for the week. I, I don't quite think I can call him a fraud because he's got a European Cup on in his back pocket, but I, I don't think he's far off that. Gabriel, are you? Do you still want him? Just briefly. I've got Poch. Of course I want him. <laughs> <laughs> and on that note. <laughs> you know this, I, was, I, I didn't say a word during that, Willis. I will not say one bad word about that, Tom. That's, that's why I drew you in. That's why I drew you in. Perfect. <laughs> fair play, fair play. Um, gentlemen, as per usual, always fun. Gabriel, Marv, Ollie. Don't forget to subscribe if you haven't already. We are on YouTube. We are on TikTok. We are also on Instagram and Twitter. Find us on there, not for clicks. Give us a review. Give us a comment. Share the ting. It makes a difference. Until next week, we'll see you then. Peace.